Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. Entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy. And healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. Oh, summertime. We gotta soak it up, right? Take advantage, maybe hit the beach, go to a pool, go to a friend's cottage. And sometimes that means putting on a bathing suit. And I don't know about you, but bathing suits have always given me such anxiety. Oh, it's just like, yeah, it's this thing that I'm working on. Well, today I'm bringing on Carling and Alexandra. They are the founders of Prairie Swim, an amazing Canadian swimwear company who is out there really trying to change the conversation when it comes to bathing suits. Not only are they beautiful, they're Canadian made, which I love, but they're hoping to inspire conversations about self-love and confidence. And the best part is that these two, I mean, you look at them, they're absolutely gorgeous. They rock their bathing suits, but you know what? They are so open in this conversation about how they still struggle with self-love. They still struggle seeing themselves in pictures in their bathing suits. And I really appreciate their honesty because these are the kinds of conversations we need to keep opening up the floor to be okay with the fact that self-love is a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. It affects our mental health. And the more we can talk about it openly and be there in a supportive way, I think that's really how we're going to get to the other side. So enjoy this week's episode with the founders of Prairie Swim. Well, thank you both so much for hanging out with me. We are going to be talking about something that gives me mad anxiety, and that is swimwear. Growing up, I was really just not a big fan of summertime. I would put on a bathing suit, and immediately it was like negative thought after negative thought. I was like known for wearing baggy, the used t-shirts to beaches because I just never felt comfortable and never enjoyed the feeling of putting on a bathing suit. But you guys are doing exactly just that. You're in the swimwear <laughs> line. It's clear that women feel really confident when they wear your gear. So before we get into your amazing business, Prairie Swim, I've got two of you on the podcast, which is so fun. You guys are friends. You guys are business owners. You guys are badasses. So how did this powerhouse duo come to be? <laughs> you go ahead Alex yeah so so um Carly and I actually met when we were about 15 years old so we met in Winnipeg I'm originally from Calgary she's from Winnipeg we met there in high school you know mouth mouthful of braces the the full works um and we've really so we've really had that friendship in place for quite some time um we're both very very entrepreneurial at heart. So we both ended up starting blogs to sort of separately, but together, you know, took each other's photos, helped each other out. So we kind of knew that we both loved branding and writing and sort of the entrepreneurial visual aspect of, of blogging and that sort of thing. And I'm a little bit more impulsive than Carling. So 
I actually was like, I'm just going to start it. I hate buying bathing suits. I'm just going to make my own because I, I feel like uh, I'm going to sell my own because I feel like that'll be easier than buying them. So I actually started out, I started Prairie Swim initially as a drop shipping company, which is essentially um, directly coming from China through, um, you know, massive wholesalers. And you're essentially doing the marketing through Shopify. And so I started doing that and was, you know, Carly was super involved just as a friend perspective. Influencer. Yeah, influencing. She was my first influencer. Uh, so, you know, she was supporting me a lot and helping me troubleshoot different issues that I was having. And I found the dropshipping model to be really difficult, really hard to do what I wanted to do. And so when I, when I told Carling that I was thinking about shutting that down, that's when she got involved because she was like, I think I can help. And of course she did help and we totally restarted. <laughs> Could not have gotten it um, anywhere near to the point it is today without her sort of taking over um, the operational aspect. Um, so from there, we ended up doing all of the designs, you know, the whole website. Um, Carling has some, some good retail connections. So we kind of went from there and that's, um, so we just launched in May and it's sort of been in the works for about two years now. I like how you just say like it launched in May. I'm talking to you guys and it's July. Like this is so (laughs) fresh and it's already going so well. Um, Carling, I'm curious for you, because obviously you've been part of it since day one. What was the biggest shift and the biggest accomplishment going from drop shipping to actually creating your own products? I think like, well, I guess how I was involved from the get-go, kind of as Alexander said, was more on the influencer side of things. So I've been doing the kind of influencer thing for a couple of years. I don't know, maybe three, four years at this point now. Um, so I was kind of helping her more alongside there where she definitely had more like the idea, like in terms of where she saw like the marketing and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think like kind of where the big shift came in to play was when we actually had to sit down and discuss like, how are we going to be manufacturing products? Like, how are we going to be bringing these sort of designs to actual life and switch away from just being like almost like a distributor, but to actually like a a brand owner in that, in that sense. Um, I think that was kind of like the biggest shift there. And it was a lot, it was a huge overhaul. Like it was basically like we started from, we just started from scratch. Um, That was kind of like, because I don't know if you're how well versed you are in the dropshipping world, but it's basically like kind of as Alex mentioned, it's like, products you don't there's no quality control it comes straight from china and or wherever it kind of comes from and no mix and match no like sizing styles you get what you pay for which is usually like 20 bucks or you know here or there um and i don't think people kind of understand that whole model a lot so it was about actually you like we just had to change the whole business model and it wasn't just going to be like her and I involved there had to be so many more like moving parts and other people involved in the actual transition from like from like I said being a seller a reseller to an actual like an actual company an actual brand owner yeah and when at that point there's so many creative decisions that you can make and look I mean it's 2020 there are 
thousands. I don't even know the number, obviously, but like there are so many swimwear lines out there. Like for some <laughs> yeah. people, they see that and they're like, well, that's a fucking saturated market. Like how in the world are we going to actually go in there and make a splash? So when you look at all the swimwear lines and what they're putting out there, like what did you guys feel was missing that you wanted to add your personal touch to? I think like the cool, like the cool thing and where we kind of like connected also some dots was that like a, we both love to travel. I probably like to travel like a little bit more than, than Alex. Like I'm kind of like always itching to get away, but that was always like a big part of us, especially being from the prairies. Like you're so landlocked, right? Like you're kind of always trying itching to get to the lake. You're always itching to get away from the winters. Like it's like not ideal <laughs> growing up in those areas, but like we had different perspectives I guess on also on the swimwear market in general um so me I was so used to also spending like a lot of money for swimwear like $350 for swimsuits because I was usually I was like shopping in for a convenience shopper and there wasn't really much available year-round in Canada so I would go to the quick boutique pick up kind of whatever was available because I was going on a trip next week and if you wanted to order something like it was going to take forever so that's why i ended up just spending so much money on swimsuits and i think i mean and you know alex can touch on that too and i think like she 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 was more uh, like on more of the approachable side she like would probably spend a little bit more time right like kind of doing some more research getting wanted to get the product but still came to the same conclusion that there's not a lot of actual availability in canada you're round when, like, you know, to kind of find like this middle ground of something that's cute and affordable, um, good quality that wasn't going to take eight weeks or 10 weeks to get to you like Zoffel or something like that. Um, but that wasn't going to be like, you know, 350 bucks for like a, for a swimsuit. Yeah. So you guys wanted to create something affordable that was available all year round, which is so simple when you break it down. Like, it's not like you guys are reinventing the wheel. You're like, people want bathing suits. Canadians want bathing suits and they shouldn't have to wait. And they also shouldn't have to drop $350. That is absolutely madness to me. Like I am such a frugal person that to spend $350 on the smallest piece of clothing that you are maybe going to wear a handful of times to me is just like, no, thank you. I would rather not. So I think it's really cool that you guys are out there making it more affordable because I think, again, just like bathing suits are a very anxiety ridden thing. And also the price points of the quote unquote nice ones are not affordable for most women. Yeah. And that to me really, really bothers me. Like I do not like this elitist mindset when it comes to anything in life. I think if you're going to make something and put something out, like everyone should be able to enjoy it, especially something like a bathing suit, which makes most people feel like a little bit icky. So when it comes to your products, not only is it not going to break the bank, but like, how do you hope women feel when they put them on? Yeah. And I think that Carling did such a good description of, of why we, why we started and, and what makes us different. But I think that's, it's really not that, um, that, that's what we always say. We're not reinventing the wheel. It's honestly just having a good quality, decent price point, and I, we really have that emphasis on making women, it's, you know, as women ourselves, we want to feel good when we try on swimwear. And that's why it's a, it's a purely e-commerce play is because I know for me when, and Carling will probably agree that 
buying swimwear is just so unpleasant. Like you don't want to go into like a cold, especially if it's winter and you have like boots on, like you don't want to go into a room that's like fluorescent lighting. You are like hairy and you don't have a tan and you feel gross and you just got off work or whatever it is. You're not in the mood to like get naked in a fitting room <laughs> and look at yourself. Yeah. It's never a nice experience, but I love when I order things, honestly, the package will sometimes sit there for weeks until I feel good about myself. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling myself. I'm going to try on the, these clothes I bought in my comfortable environment and the lighting and the mirror that I like. Um, and just, you know, have those options to mix and match sizing and colors and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's crazy that it's not being done better by more people. Um, and, but there's definitely, um, you know, it is really intimate and fit is a whole different ball game for swimwear. So the more we get into it, the more we see why there aren't as many people maybe doing a good job. So there's been mm-hmm. so much to learn, but honestly, just being the customer ourselves, we just know, yeah, it's, it's such an intimate thing. You're basically in your underwear in public and we just want people to feel good. And so we, you know, we really try to build a community around that and try to be really an open door when it comes to feedback and when it comes to fit um really just answering as many questions as we can on okay is it see-through do nipples show how crotchy is it like those intimate questions that women want to know and we just want to make sure that it's a really um you know open conversation so we can find that perfect fit for someone i love that you guys do not shy away about talking about crotchiness because that is a real thing i have purchased bathing suits put them on and been like quite sure how this accentuates vagina so I think I'm gonna pass on that but that's like a real thing and no one talks about the vagina show off and like hey if you want to show yours off please go ahead like your body is your body but I am someone who would prefer not to and like that's just the thing that people don't talk about so I love that you guys are open to that kind of feedback Um, because yeah like you said it's super super intimate And I think like being able to rock a bathing suit, it doesn't matter what your body looks like or your body size, like everyone should be able to rock one and feel confident. And I think that comes from the inside and it really roots back to Mm -hmm. self-love. So what advice do you guys have for people who are in the thick of it when it comes to their self-love journey? That's a tough question, honestly, because I think that I personally like that's something that I have to work on personally. I don't know that that comes like naturally to everybody. Some people, I had the pleasure of meeting this Winnipeg influencer. Her name's Nicole Zajac. And um, she like, it was like so fascinating to be around her because she really preaches self-love and totally believes that. And it was like so... um, almost like impressive I didn't realize that there was like fully people like like that almost to a certain extent if that sounds strange but I think like I think that's truly something that is is something that we need to be striving for and promoting more um and that's something that I do struggle with like and I've struggled with my whole life so I I I mean, my personal comments on that is that, you know, trying to be open with people and inviting of it and being vulnerable also, like I think is going to be important to, to like 
acknowledging that you're not alone in that sort of journey or uh, I mean I think like just with that like the whole like on the mental health side of things I think is really like correlates strongly to to self-love and I or self-care and whatnot and, and I think like it doesn't come like it doesn't come easy to everybody and I think there's like a full journey that people have to go through and I think with us is like when we're talking about building a community with Prairie Swim it's not just like to create like networks it's to be able to like share information that's hopefully gonna you know to like you know hit somebody the right way or or promote them to try something new or you know, feel better about themselves or learn more, be open more. So, I mean, that's kind of like my comments on it, but I don't know, Alice, you probably have some. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, <laughs> Carling. You can't, you can't share so openly and so vulnerably that you yourself struggle because I think that takes so much fucking courage to say out loud. And like, the thing is, is like most of us struggle with self-love, but most of us struggle in silence because Self-love is this like awesome trendy word and it's like, yay, practice self-love, love yourself. Okay, cool. It's amazing that like that's something people are talking about, but I think so often people don't talk about how hard it is. You have days where you're like, okay, I got this. I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to appreciate myself. And then there are days where you just nitpick and tear yourself apart. So mm-hmm. for you, when you do have like those rough periods when it comes to self-love, like what has worked for you in the past to get back on the right path? And I really think it's like a lifelong commitment to love yourself. Unless you are one of those people that like truly just embodies it. I mean, that is unbelievable. But for most of us, like it's, it's not easy and it's okay that it's not easy too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few things, obviously, like I think for me, um, exercise is like so important for me mentally Um, I noticed that I can be, I can be hard on myself if I, you know, don't exercise, but, but that, that's a whole other kind of, you know, thing. Um, But I think that I need to have movement. I need to um, get fresh air. Like I actually need to sometimes remove myself from these situations if I'm going kind of like that, you know, if I'm a little bit having those rougher days or tougher days, um, eating well is also like really honestly makes a difference for me too I've kind of learned that over the years I used to like party a lot and and uh (laughs) I was just I I just think I ended up in those kind of dark days easier that way oh Um, our party days I mean I loved my 20s my oh my did I live in my 20s but I am so glad that I am in my 30s now because I can look back at that time and be like yeah, that was a really awesome chapter. Maybe not the healthiest, but like, I'm good. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You make healthier choices. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, and then I, I started doing like five minute journal, um, which I love. I like, I listen to a lot of, you know, po- I listen to a lot of podcasts that kind of emphasize on um, self-worth and motivation and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I have seen a therapist over the years too, um, which I think is a, like is shouldn't be taboo I think people should be like totally more open to that idea I think I have a lot of friends that do the same and I think it's great um yeah my thoughts on therapy are like oh yeah a strong support system is amazing I was just gonna comment about therapy that like I think the conversation is changing around it and 
feel like before, not even that long ago, like you went to therapy when things got really, really bad, but now there's this shift and we're seeing this, this narrative shift where it's like therapy is great preventatively. Like it's just really, it it can be such a good outlet for some people to have someone who's not in their day to day with Mm -hmm. a professional background. And so I hope, uh, I hope that the taboo goes straight out the window because therapy is really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. It not work for everybody, but like there are so many people out there that can benefit from that. Yeah. So anyways, thank you for sharing all that. I definitely yeah. dug a little deeper <laughs> course, than yeah. your first answer, but yeah, I just yeah, yeah, was like, yeah. oh, she just opened the door and I just like wanted to open it a little <laughs> bit further. Um, yeah, of so, course. Yeah. Al, like similar vein, um, you guys post blog posts on your website, which I love. Like, I think it's such a nice way to let your community know more about who you are and not just the faces and the creators of this. And you've said that Um, and I'm going to quote you here. I've struggled with my own relationship with food and obsessive working out. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. So like, how is your relationship now with food and with moving your body? I think that it still needs a lot of work to be honest. And I, and this is curling, I think was sort of touching on this too, is that the, the ability to be so hard on myself for not eating well, for not working out that day. Like the guilt is so real and it's not healthy. Like I, and, and honestly, like, I don't, I don't know what this, the solution is because I, I continue to beat myself up about it. And I, and I, you know, you try to be better. Like you're, you're allowed to have an off day or an off week and that's human, but you still have that guilt in, in the back of your mind of like, oh, I, sh- I should have done more today or I, yeah, I need to be better about this. Why did I eat that? And I think that when, you know, we're talking about self-love being such a buzzword and, and stuff and it's such a trend these days, but Prairie Swim has really forced Carling and I to face that ourselves. Like we think, you know, we're both Leos. So we're like, <laughs> we have a lot of confidence and we do, we do love ourselves a, a lot, but <laughs> yeah at the end of the day, when we take a photo of ourselves, when we were the models, we hated ourselves. Like we looked at our photos and we were like disgusted by ourselves. And like, that is wild to think that we could feel that way about ourselves. When we look at other women in in our suits and we're like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Can we post this? And they're like, no, no, you can't post that. And we're like, but you look so good. And so we don't see it in other people, but we see it in ourselves. And we're like, smoothing out our faces and we're smoothing out our our stomach rolls and everything that we have so it's it it is like hard to practice what we preach so when we talk about self-love like it's it doesn't matter like how fit you are how thin you are you know what you've done to yourself what kind of work you've done and power to you know whatever people want to do but everyone still has those days they still you know it is something that self-love is really learned, I think. And we're, we are actively trying to, you know, not smooth ourselves out in photos and post more realness. And yeah, it's, it's Isn't that so hard though. Like I'm seeing all these incredible women (laughs) that I know in Toronto and they're posting like the unedited versions where like you can see the fine lines under the eyes because hello, we all have them. You can see the cellulite. You can see the slight roll when you're wearing a crop top and high-waisted jeans sitting down. And I'm like, I respect that so much. But then I try to do it and go to post it. And I'm like, fuck, I just can't. I just can't. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm like, oh, but like maybe one day, I don't know. Like we just got to keep trying, I guess. 
Yeah. And like we, yeah, we got confronted real quick with our insecurities when we did this professional photo shoot because we're on a budget and you know, we're, we're like, well, well, we'll model the suits. And then like you see it in high res zoomed in on a website and you're like, no, like no, no one's. <laughs> should have waxed better, should have shaved better. <laughs> yeah, we don't like our tans. We don't like our, that angle. Like we just, bikini line. Bikini yeah. line. Everything that we that we have, and we've got hundreds of photos, and we're like, I'm like, okay, Carlin, you can post this one. So we end up with like <laughs> three photos we can use. So, and then we say, well, we're never going to be the models again. We're going to hire professionals. Like that is never going to happen. And yeah, like it's it's funny that like you know we're supposed to be ambassadors of swimwear and being confident in in a suit, and then it's still hard for us. And that's why, yeah, we try to open these conversations as much as we can. And yeah, like posting those unedited cellulite photos is so fucking hard. I don't see, honestly, I don't even know if I'll be doing it anytime soon. That was going to take some time for me to get there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the more that we surround ourselves with women who like someone like Nicole, someone like Sarah, like birds papaya, like who are leading this charge. That's definitely been inspiring to us mm -hmm. and you know, making us sort of, dig deep within ourselves of how we can be better and yeah it's it, being the face of a swimsuit company really um makes you have some confidence with yourself yeah i can only imagine and when you say like we should be these ambassadors for confidence and swimwear I, like you guys are the fact that you guys do have these thoughts and these concerns, I think makes you more ambassadors than anything else because it's relatable. It's real. It's something that the women buying your suits probably think about. And so to own it and to like be open about it, I think that's like, that's the kind of ambassador I want when I look to someone who reps a swimwear line, because I think like if someone was like, I feel amazing all the time in my baby, I'd be like, bullshit. Like I don't buy it for yeah. a second. So I think it's amazing that you guys are honest in this way. So appreciate you both very, very much. Um, you know, 2020 has been a really difficult, difficult year for so many, so many reasons. And so we know with everything going on at the moment, how important is it for both of you as individuals, but also as the founders of Prairie Swim to be inclusive and to be diverse in the swimwear space? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll take this one. So yeah. this has always been so truly at the forefront of our business and why we started. We wanted to be accessible for all and represent as many women as we could. And same thing, like we realized, you know, in 2020, I think everyone had to have some conversations with themselves and had to really take a, you know, dig deep into what mm -hmm. we're doing and where we could be better. And we definitely did that. So even though we started out with those good intentions, as time goes on, we look at our photos or our influencers and we're like, you know, we're not being diverse enough or um, we're not showing, you know, we're not being honest enough with ourselves or different bodies and, and how can we make people feel more inclusive so I think it really um we're so happy that this about this movement and the you know the world is hopefully progressing and and we're so excited to to be a part of that and I think as a new brand we're just grateful to have the opportunity to be a part of that change and yeah. um you know we've already started okay well who are we gonna hire let's make sure that we're being inclusive and who are our influencers? Let's let's lay them all out and take a look. Okay, like are we representing different regions and different 
nationalities and there's so much that you can do that it's exciting. But yeah, I think that as a brand, we're, we're really excited to be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, what a time to launch a business, right? Like, you know, and you guys, you're right. Like you get to be a part of the positive change, like right from the get go and like amazing that you're looking at the influencers, but then it's like, maybe it's when you guys do photo shoots, you look at like, who's working, who are the photographers, who's editing? Um, because I think it's amazing that people are thinking mm -hmm. visually, like what is seen on social media. But the thing is, is like, we need to be more diverse and inclusive. And I say we, including myself, like in the back end too, like who is, who is working, who's working in the back end? Cause those are the people that maybe don't get seen on social media, but those are still important yeah. um, areas to explore. Um, yeah. And in addition to all of this, all of us are working from home. If we're lucky enough to be working, we're spending so much time at home. Um, and you guys shared some really, really great tips on re-energizing your home, which I think is important because, I, look, I love to travel. I'm usually on a plane like every other week. I've never spent so much time at home. And I realized real quick, I'm like, I don't know if this space is giving me the energy I desire. Yeah, Alex wrote that blog post, actually. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah, I mean, we definitely, and so we, we both work our, our full-time jobs as well. And, and so we are grateful to be so busy and, um, you know, have so much going on. I think the more that we've, and we, I think I, I, we wrote that like early on in quarantine, we're thinking we were going to be home for like a little bit longer than usual. Obviously now we've like, this is just our, our lives now. So we've gotten a little bit more used to it, but I think it's little things like, and we actually, we were just talking about this, but it's really hard to like set boundaries between work and life. And I think that, and this is why fitness is so important to both of us as well, is because having like that hour a day or whatever amount of time you can get that's just totally focused on you, um, you know, it, taking time to reflect like and Carlin does her five minute journals which I should I always say I'm gonna do <laughs> me too I have one and it's collected so like much notes and I'm like what is yeah. wrong with me like I talk about oh. this every day on the podcast gratitude yeah. meditation and I'm like I need to step up in my own life yeah yeah I don't I haven't cracked, cracked the spine of a lot of uh <laughs> that I, I say so but we you know we, we do try like it's so important to just take time to, you know, time block for working out, for doing a walk, taking a walk around the block. I have a dog, so it forces me to get outside a few times a day. So yeah, I think that this is the new normal and we're just really trying to, and I, we need to, we don't know boundaries for Prairie Swim, like, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we need to tune into someone else's conversation on that because we don't, we don't know how to do it. It's, it's really hard because when you are the brand like it's your life and that is who you are and i have no idea where to draw that line um because we're so passionate about it and we love it and it, it really is it flows so well with everything that we stand for and our our community so i i don't actually know the answer to that but i i do think <laughs> having time you know setting yourself up for success and, and setting time each day is is so important 
I'm into it. I'm into it. Well, you guys are doing some amazing stuff. Um, I might look forward to wearing a bathing suit a little bit more because of this conversation and what you guys are putting out <laughs> into the world. So I want to congratulate you on this like brand new business that is Thank like making you. waves. I'm, I've done so many water puns in this conversation so far, and I'm not even embarrassed. Yeah. Um, and so before I let you guys go, I always end the podcast the same way. What does healthy is hot mean to you? For some people, it's a feeling, it's a mantra, it might be the prairie swim brand personality. Like what comes up for you when you hear healthy is hot? Honestly, like for me, it's about uh, like confidence. I think that's like the, the, like the most, key, most key because everyone also has like a different idea of what healthy is. But for me, like when I feel like, when I feel my best, like my absolute best self is like when I'm feeling healthy in my own, in my own way. And I'm ready to kind of, you know, take on anything at that, at that point. And you just don't really let things like hinder you. So for like, to me, it's like totally like a, a mind, a mindset thing, like just being my ultimate best, best self. Like, yes, you know? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> Al? Yeah, I I think, um, yeah, pretty pretty much the same. Like, I think it's so much to do with, with healthy is hot is like confidence is hot and self love is hot and whatever that means for you, whether it's eating well, working out a lot, playing video games, whatever it is that makes you feel like your best version of yourself, that is is what's hot and that and that confidence that comes comes with it and. You know, it, it really does come from within and um, yeah, mind, body, <laughs> the, whole, the, whole, the whole works needs, you know. Yes. <laughs> and also prairie swim is hot. So, you know, just keep that in yeah. mind next time you're shopping for a little swimsuit and also support <laughs> I feel like that's super important too. Yeah. Thanks, Chloe. <laughs> Um, thank you, both of you. Now remember, time block your days. Take some time for yourselves. I know your business yeah. is thriving, but also you guys need yeah. to be operating at full capacity if you're going to take yeah. this thing all the way. 100%. We'll tell, uh, we'll tell our current employers that. <laughs> block that off. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. If you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.